Welcome to Unchained, the radio program which addresses the challenges facing Christians today with short, pithy presentations, presenting a vigorous defense for Christianity's claim that the Holy Bible is God's inspired word. This series deconstructs the arguments of evolutionists, anti-theists, atheists, and other enemies of the Holy Bible. Here is your host, Pastor Rod Anderson. Hi, I'm Rod Anderson. If I said you're bananas, you'd probably laugh or be insulted, depended on the context. But wait a moment, you are bananas. Well, 50% banana because DNA sequencing has discovered that 50% of a human's DNA is identical to a banana's DNA. But despite that, it doesn't mean you're a banana. 93% of a rhesus monkey's DNA is found in humans, but it doesn't mean you're a rhesus monkey. But in all seriousness, DNA sequencing continues to unlock mysteries that were once hidden and is advancing our understandings in the field field of medicine, uh, medical diagnosis, pharmacogenomics and forensic biology, just to name a few. Now, that's what I call real science. That's Now, you notice I said real science there? Not that Disneyland type of stuff. Not that Disneyland science. Let me explain. Just recently, I saw an interview with Bill Maher, the host of Real Time, who was quizzing Bill Nye. Now, Maher is an atheist and Bill Nye is an atheist scientist. Now, I've heard Bill Maher verbally tear Christians apart and insult them dreadfully if they do not agree with his atheistic worldview. But when a Darwinian atheist comes onto his show... He doesn't scrutinise their answers with the same blowtorch ferocity he applies to others. Now, the clip I'm going to show you, Bill Maher asked Bill Nye why the world is not 6,000 years old. Please listen to Bill Nye's response and a second video will follow. The the simplest answer you can, the first two or three things that come to your mind, why the world is not 6,000 years old. Well, they're trees. Trees. Uh, within uh, a few hours drive of here that are older than 6,800 years. Right. Bristle cone pines. How do we know Since the tree? Since you weren't there, How do we know happened. the tree is 6,800 years old? Well, you take a little stainless steel beautiful thing and you drill a little hole ever so carefully because you're from the Forest Service and you're very skilled and you take it out and you count the little rings. This is uh, okay. what we did in the Boy Scouts. There is no explanation there. Bill Maher just allows some childish actions with some sound effects, which are meant to serve as a description, to disappear into the ether. However, dendrochronology, or tree ring dating, is a scientific method of dating trees based on the analysis of patterns or growth rings of a tree. In his example, in fact, Nye is referring to the bristlecone pine trees and says they go back 6,800 years. But wait a moment, what do other scientists say? Well, from their understanding of the data, the maximum age of these trees is only 4,800 years. And you say to me, so what? But Bill's naive answer was in response to the question posed that some questions believe the world is only 6,000 years, years old. So in his answer, Nye attempts to prove that science has shown that there are even trees on this earth older than the suggested time frame of young earth creationists, that is Christians. But 
That is not the case, in fact. Bill Nye's answer isn't even consistent with other scientists because it is well known that in seasons that have heavy rainfall, high sunshine and humidity, some varieties of trees can produce multiple growth rings per season and the bristlecone pine is one such tree. But going back to my point, Nye, in defence of his atheistic evolutionary views, corrupts the evidence to suit his hypothesis. Now listen to Bill Nye's hypothesis for the origin of mankind. That we are made of exploded stars. We are made yeah. of stardust. And if We you are can, stardust. Uh, star stuff. And we've got to... Well, star our, stuff with Carl Sagan, right, but right. stardust oh, is a kind of a not happy song. Okay. So, uh... <laughs> uh it is really, if that doesn't fill you with reverence, that we are at least one of the ways that the universe knows itself. That is quite an insight, and uh, that is a result of science, especially astronomy. And so the missions to these planets, especially Mars, may very well in the next decade, dare I say it, but Doc, change wh the world. Why do... <laughs> <laughs> Why do fire alarm batteries always die at 4 a.m.? <laughs> of those molecules in my body are traceable to stars across the galaxy that have lived their lives, manufactured these elements, exploded them into the universe from which new generations of star systems were formed. From the earlier clip, we see that Bill Maher doesn't even tag um, Bill Nye's statement serious because he adds a joke. Now, I've heard Lawrence Krauss say, we are made of stardust. The late Christopher Hitchens said, we are made of stardust. Daniel Dennett says, we are made of stardust. And you've heard Neil deGrasse Tyson preach the same mantra. But what is it all that these men have in common? Well, they're all atheistic in their religion and Darwinists in their science. We are made of stardust. We are made of exploded stars. Now, the dust he traces back to stars, Bill Nye says exploded billions of years ago. But remember what a star is. It is a sun that is composed of 71% of hydrogen and 27% helium. But helium is a noble gas and is non-explosive. Hydrogen, on the other hand, in its purest form, does not explode either. It needs oxygen to explode. Furthermore, there are no oxygen molecules in space. Yes, there are oxygen atoms. But single atoms, but there are no oxygen molecules. And where there are no oxygen molecules, there can be no explosion. In fact, NASA describes the activity of the sun in terms of nuclear fusion. This is from NASA's own website. The sun glows because it is a very big ball of gas, and a process called nuclear fusion is taking place in its core. Nuclear fusion occurs when one proton smashes into another proton so hard that they stick together and release some energy as well. Hydrogen really doesn't burn. It fuses into helium, so no oxygen is required. That's from NASA's own website. The sun produces light and heat through nuclear fusion, therefore no oxygen is required. No oxygen, no explosion. No explosion, no stardust. Bill and I says we're made of stardust. Well, we've just seen now that that's an impossibility, and it doesn't even reflect what true science has already taught us long, long ago. Furthermore, consider the elements that make up the human body. 
99% of the mass of the human body is made up of six elements, oxygen, carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, calcium and phosphorus. Then about 0.85% is composed of another five elements, potassium, sulfur, sodium, chlorine and magnesium, and a multitude of trace elements, the very elements we find in the earth. But consider this, we are made of 65% oxygen. So where did that come from? Seeing there is no oxygen molecules in space. Oh yes, there are single atoms of oxygen, but not the oxygen molecules needed for life or combustion. But again, where did it come from? The Bible says in Genesis that God created the heavens and the earth. And in chapter 2, verse 7, the God formed mankind from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. God placed the spark of human life within the human frame. He created us using the elements of this earth. That is why we are composed of materials uniquely found on this planet. That's why we are similar or there are similarities between human beings and rhesus monkeys because the DNA, which is the instruction book for all living organisms, sees mankind and rhesus monkeys able to perform similar mechanical tasks such as picking up things with hands that have knuckle joints and fingers and fingernails, etc. But the Bible and true science are not really at odds, despite what many people think. In fact, what science has discovered and will discover are the very laws and elements that God has already put in place, whether we're talking about physics, chemistry, astronomy, botany, or microbiology, etc. Now, if you want more on this intoxicating subject, go to YouTube, type in my name, Rod Anderson, and the title is Genesis 1, Trustworthy. Furthermore, the Bible is an amazing book because it is inspired by God. And I want you to have a complete understanding of it. And to that end, I want you to have a free series of Bible reading guides called The Orchard Faith of Jesus Studies, which will increase your understanding of God's word in leaps and bounds. And all you have to do to receive them is send me an email with your name, postal address and phone number two, info at theorchardmelbourne.org.au. That is info at theorchardmelbourne.org.au melbourne.org.au or go to the website theorchardmelbourne.org.au and go to the tab mark contact us and follow the prompts and we will mail the study guides to you wherever you are unfortunately our time has run out again but remember the truth is nothing to fear from investigation i'm rod anderson goodbye for now You have been listening to Unchained. We look forward to your company here next time on 3ABN Australia Radio as we continue this series with Pastor Rod Anderson. In the beginning of time He was the Creator Into existence He spoke the heavenly blue Then with one mighty swoop of his hand He threw out the stars He knew where 
were just drifting along, then I have good news. If he hung the moon, I know he will help you. And if he holds the sparrow in flight, he'll hold you too. Consider the lilies of the fields, how much more he loves you. He loves you. In the beginning of time, you were on his mind when he hung the moon. Now you Like the world weighs hard on your shoulders, and even your closest friend in life is pulling away. Though you have tried so hard and lost, there. Just look to the cross. There you will find that the Savior really loves you and cares for you today. And if He hung the moon, I know He. And if he holds the sparrow in flight, he'll hold you too. Consider the lilies of the fields, how much more he loves you. He loves you in the beginning. The beginning of time, you were on his mind when he hung the moon. He hung the moon. You've been listening to He Hung the Moon by the group called For Eternity.